afternoon, everybody. How we doing? Good. Good. Everyone. Good. Near and far. <laughs> yep. Some of us are 3,000 miles away, and some of us are around the block. <laughs> yeah, down the street from you. Down the street. Hope everyone's doing fine on this. Whoa, what a chilly mm. you know, winter's day. In New York here. Yeah. Chilly really? weather. Winter's day back to on a deep and dark December. December. Yeah, I am. You guys know those songs. I am. Hey, you're on the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C. And this is our 51st show. Hey, Bernie, Bernie. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. As yeah. we begin our next 50. Next week, we're going to celebrate our one year anniversary. We started this. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I don't know what we thought when we started this a year ago. Some of you were there on that uh, debut show, and uh, who knew? Who knew? But here we are, almost a full year. And uh, what what do you guys want to do? Look, I send you guys an email. Yeah. Yeah. Any of you guys think thought about this? What do you think is a good thing to do next week? I'm I'm open for any anything. Some of you gave me some through, through emails and through messages. Any of you guys have any um, thoughts? We should have a softball game. <laughs> oh, wow. I'd like. Um, other than a softball game, as far as curriculum and stuff to talk about on the, on the mark, what do you think? Any of you guys thought about it? Michael, you gave me an idea. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Wow. Uh, we could discuss what it took for us to become sports lovers. I mean, what was it that uh, all of a sudden you had an epiphany, you love sports? What do you think? Yeah, we were brainwashed. Yeah, it started at about four years old. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, can you guys don't do it, talk about it now, but is this something that we want to talk about maybe next week for a little bit? I don't think it will fill up the whole entire show, but just you know, as we open up, we can talk about something like that. If if you guys think you can rewind your life back to when you got into sports. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Sounds good. That'd be good. Like that. Um, Gerald is not on now, but he also um, emailed me during the week. And what did he say? He said, um, it's Michael. Okay. I know. I forgot what he said. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, he says, who do you, he said here, um, who are your favorite sports idols? If you have any specific sports idols, and why are they your idols? We can, we can do both of those things next week if, if we don't have anything else. Milton. You know what? Any of us that played sports and wanted to uh, just talk about the highlight of all the years, you know, the one highlight from the sports that we played, you know, mine could be tennis, whoever had somebody else, you know, the great moment you personally had playing. Oh, that's a good one. Which I did have. Your your 
sport highlight. Exactly. So that could be a combination of all these different things. What what brought you to sports? What Your friends. You sports? Your friends. What uh, what and what sport and why? Mm -hmm. Who were your idols growing up? And your own sports um, highlight, highlight. highlights. Okay, because I'm gonna have um, the office uh, highlight this one year anniversary because I think it's big. It's big. It's big. <laughs> I think it's really an accomplishment to be with you guys. One and girls, ladies, yeah. uh, well, guys, meaning general, um, for a full year, once a week, and uh, which I think is cool. I'll give it that. So, think so. You guys can jot down anything like that, and I'll send you an email out too to remind you to have to be be ready for next week, and we'll we'll run through that. I want to thank everyone for last week's um, memories of your sports memories. I thought that show was really, uh, really wonderful. Oh, yes. Um, that was a good idea. Went three times around, and I'm sure you guys mm -hmm. had more to go. So, you know, bravo to all you, and uh, too bad we had to pull the plug because the time mm -hmm. was up. But we could have <laughs> gone longer. This could be something we could revisit maybe mm -hmm. later down the line. Okay, so that's what we'll do next week. Like I said I'll send you an email to remind you, and uh, we'll, we'll run with that. I almost had a, a guest speaker coming on next week. Uh, you guys know about Alan Friedman? I've mentioned him a few yeah. times on our show. I've mentioned him a few times at Brotherhood yeah. meetings. He even yeah. came to the temple yeah. one yes. time to talk. Uh, yeah. uh, to us on a Sunday morning. He's like in charge of the, um, I don't know his exact title, but the like the Jewish Hall of Fame. On Comac. Yeah. Which is in Comac. He doesn't run out of Comac anymore. It's uh, through the um, uh, the Lawrence Jewish Center mm. where he, he runs out of. And uh, he, he, he came to us, he gave us a nice presentation about all, all the Jews that are in sports. And uh, I thought it was a good show, good job. And I, I reached out to him earlier uh, after our show last week to see if he'd be interested in coming in, coming on next week for mm -hmm. our anniversary show. He said he'd love to come on, but many of you do know, and I've mentioned this at the last meeting we had, not the show, that this month is a big month for him and his organization. The 24th, I believe, uh, maybe the 25th of April, they have a big uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And they have a lot of uh, inductees um, and it's gonna be on Zoom. And um, if you're interested, I can send you the link uh, and you could, um, or could send you the, even the um, the flyer, and you can see all the people who are going to be inducted, like, like Jews in sports. It's they do this annually. Um, but he said he'll come on in May. He's very busy this month, great. and he said he would come on in May and speak to us, which mm -hmm. I think is great. Okay, so that's what yeah. we'll do for that. 
Um, and by the way, remember a couple of shows ago, we did talk about the funny names or the uh, yeah, odd yeah. names or the weird names. Always jot sure. them down if you had get a new one. It's always good to uh, hear a name here and there uh, as they come along. Okay, you can always do that. Okay, so last week we dedicated to memories and we really didn't get even talk, we didn't even talk sports. We just talked about your memories. So we had number 50 and we didn't even discuss all the important people who wore number 50. And this week we have 51. So why don't we run off a couple of 50s and 51s just to get that out of here. I already gave you Bernie. So Sid Sid Fernandez. For the 50, Sid Fernandez, right? Just call him out. You don't have to raise your hand. Just call out. All the 50s or 51s? 51 Butkus, right? I was going to say, yeah, Big Butkus. I wanted to check to make sure. For the 50s and 51s? Bears. Bookie Betts. Oh, yeah. Uh, Benny Agbayani. Oh, yeah. Plenty of funny names, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. (laughs) He'll probably say, my name's not funny, but to us, maybe funny. Uh, Mike Singletary, Ralph Sampson, David Robinson, all 50s. Mm. How about in baseball? You just gave me Bernie. There are a few uh, other biggies, a couple of Hall of Famers. Paul Anthony, Gray Anthony, Joel Anthony, Isaac, Austin. I never heard of him. <laughs> Hall of Fame. I did either. Ichiro will be a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Randy Johnson, you forgot about 51. Mm-hmm. It's a weird number. Trevor Hoffman, 51. Mm-hmm. Willie McGee. Willie McGee, right. All right. You're not playing along with me, so let's move on. Let's go Next week's 52. Think about 52. Anyway, so turn to base. Turn the page to baseball. Do you see who's besides the Dodgers? Who are like running away, not really running away, but the pace they're going, they think they could win 126 games if they continue on this pace, which would be an all time record. They're 14, I believe they're 14 and four at this point. You see who's leading the league? What, the team will play us. What teams are leading the well, league? It was the Mets until last the Red Sox. The Red Sox. I don't think Kansas were- City. It was so terrible. Now all of a sudden they're in first place. Same with the A's. The first six games, seven games, and now they're yeah. on a streak, ten or eleven. Yeah. The A's have eleven in a row, right? Yeah. But Seattle is like right behind them. Yeah, they're in second. That's a Seattle. surprise. That's a surprise. That's a surprise. Yeah. I think Seattle is the um the one team the longest without making the playoffs. All those years, I think the last time is when they won 116 games. Danny? Yeah, just a general point. Uh, I was reading on an ESPN uh, comment on the internet on the on April this year. This came out a couple of days ago. Is this again the year of the picture like it was in 68? It turns yes. out that the overall batting average in the major leagues for the month of April is 233. 1968, 
before they lowered the mound, the batting average of the leagues was <coughs> 48. So what do you, but then doesn't say, what are they attributed to? Is cold weather. Bad hitting, bad coaching? Bad uh, cold weather. Uh, forget the cold weather, because it's not cold weather in the entire, the entire nation. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, is it the, um, um, what, what the hitters are trying to do? Bad coaching because it's the same pictures that we had before, and some of the some some are good and some are bad. There's very little in between. Yeah, yeah. but the doesn't say what I attributed to. Two thirds of the entire major leagues is the batting average in the month of April. Howie, right. Howie, want to come in? Well, uh, part of it, other than weather and all, I think it's it's this tendency. See New York Yankees either to try to hit the home <laughs> run. Or yeah. failing that, they strike out. Uh, you you see the ships, but I don't think the ships are really preventing the hits. I think it's just this mentality. And the thing with the Yankees, years ago, the Yank not many years ago, the Yankees would work the count deep. They take pictures and all that. They're not doing that anymore. And their record reflects the fact that they're not hitting. Plus, they're not. There's no pitching. There's other teams, like the Giants. Uh, we weren't hitting until very, very recently, but we got damn good pitching, and so that's been saving them. That's why they're what, ten and six, fun. I think. I meant to say the Giants because they're doing very well too, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Also, they didn't they deaden the ball just slightly or supposedly? Who knows. Yeah, home runs. That's something, yeah. Stuart, you wanted to say something? Yeah, pretty much what I think Joe is saying. I think they're using a different ball than they used last year. They had a very lively ball last year. This year it's not. That's why I heard something to that effect. All the home runs last year, maybe everyone thought this is the let's all swing for the fences. You know, Fred, you want to say something? No, just, just, pretty, just pretty much to echo what Howie said. It. I think everybody's obsessed with launch angle. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's, that's how he said it very, put it very well. But then you have hitters like Lemayu who's sprayed all over the field. Right. Not enough yeah. players do that. Roger. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like Joe Torre used to preach the small bull. You know, if you're not hitting the home yeah. runs, hmm. you got it right. You got to work the counts. You got to get find oh. a way to get on base and stuff like that. Yeah, the Yankees have been kind of hard to watch lately. But again, you're not the batters are not facing the same guy more than twice. A lot of times, right? You're okay. Every time you're facing a new pitcher, guys coming in is throwing 100, 105. I mean, it's it's a very different game. You're not going to see the same guy two, three, four times anymore. Right, Michael. You know what I'm noticing also, and it bothers the hell out of me as a Yankee fan. Like last night, for example, towards the end, everybody in the dugout they're showing close-ups of the bum faces, and they look so sad. Like some of them just sit there, like they're looking up at the space. Back in the day, I know you guys had kids in the Little League or when you played, you had the coach telling you, come on, let's go, guys, come on. There's nobody cheering anybody. Right. Come on, you know, towards the end of the game, they just sit there so dull. Like the uh, the ninth inning yesterday with the Yankees, they actually got to score a run, and they had a chance. One more base hit, they would have had the tying run up. They're just sitting there, you know. That, that's something. I don't know about the other teams that, that you guys root for, but I do notice it with the Yankees. I totally agree with you. With the Yankees also, what I don't understand is they got this guy, Marcus Timms, as the batting coach. The hitting coach. They've had him now for three years. What's his claim to fame? 
that he first pitch he saw in the major leagues, he hit a home run with a center field wall of a Randy, Randy Johnson. He I was there that game when he did that. That's his claim to fame. After that, he didn't do a damn thing. Why is he a, a, a hitting coach? Right, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Last year, yeah. they, they were hitting home runs, everything. Now, and it's something you hear the, a lot of the announcers talk about, every pitcher that's up there is throwing high strikes, fastballs up in the zone. In the major leagues, they tell you to throw high. In every other league, they tell you to keep the ball down low. And it used to be when you had two strikes, you cut down on your swing. Sometimes you even choked up a little bit, and you you went for contact. No one does that anymore. You look at Gleyber Torres. That guy is literally lunging at every pitch. I mean, the guy is winding up when he's batting. And you can't hit the ball when you're going when, when you're in when you're winding up and you're uncorking like that. It's impossible. When we were growing up, if they put four players on one side of the field, if we had a bunt, if we had to do anything, if, if you played on the 70, any of the 70 teams on the Yankees, they would go the opposite field. No one does it anymore. And these guys are swinging for the fences. They can't hit the high pitch and catch up to it. It's just a totally different game, and it's not as good a game as it used to be. The boy, the big strong boys make the money. So they <laughs> it comes down to their what they, you know, what's gonna go in their pocket. You know what I mean? Right, Milton. You know, the commissioner I heard is very uh, concerned about all the strikeouts. And that's why they were thinking of possibly moving the mound back, I think, that's a few true. inches. But a I foot. don't know. A full foot. And they're going to experiment with that. A full foot. Yeah. Minors. Yeah. I want, it's going to be taking place in the Atlantic League, where the Long Island Ducks play in the second half of their season. Do you think one foot could make a difference? Because they want, they want more action. Some people think it'll give more spin on the ball and not help. That the further could back, imagine, could you imagine yeah. all the manicuring sure. they have to do to restructure all these mounds? <laughs> think about that. <laughs> you know what I did here? The guys that were throwing the ball, the baseballs down, and booing the Yankees and throwing the the baseballs down from the grandstand the other night. Yeah. I heard the Yankees were giving them a tryout as pitchers. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty good, hard-thrown balls. Yeah, how'd they bring balls into the stadium? They, it's <laughs> something they knew they were going to be doing, right? <laughs> I saw someone else wanted to say something, or my, or my eyes deceive you. Oh, Roger? Yeah, it just it reminds me when the Mets decided they were going to move the fences in at City Field, Mark, you know, to help the hitters a little bit, but they forgot. It also helps the opposition too, you know. So <laughs> careful, careful what you wish for, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to see that what's going to happen with that if they do that as an expect they're going to do it as an experiment in that league. Um, I guess, like we said, we probably mentioned this a few weeks ago. If, if someone tries out for a team and they throw like 92, 93, and they're not known. The team will take a, a kid who throws 97, 98, 99 over that kid with, who, who, might, who maybe throws 92, 93. They need someone. They want someone to throw. Everyone's throwing. 
a high 90s. Yeah. And they can't get up, catch up to it. I don't know. We're missing the junk ball pitcher. <laughs> You're missing this. Where are those guys? Where yeah. are those guys? Hey, by the way, was Greg Maddox a junk ball pitcher? He, he never worked. He always was just off the strike zone also, right? More right. finesse. Bro. He's but he, he never threw that hard, did he? No. No. He, he worked the corners. Different game. So let's move on from here. So uh, some interesting information that came up. This 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 fella Corbin Burns, is that how you pronounce it? Burnus or Burns? F- four starts, forty strikeouts, yes. zero no, zero no. walks. That's right. Wow. That's a, it's the first time ever in Major League history this has happened. Terrific control. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> I'm waiting for his fifth start to see what happens. Javier Baez, who hit the home run last night that, uh, I guess, put the nail in the coffin to the Mets last night. Before last night, he had 31 strikeouts as a batter and one walk. Interesting. Maybe he's coming out of his slump. And Matt Harvey got his first win in two years. Yeah. Matt Harvey, as, as him being an Oriole, to beat the Marlins. Mm. Another interesting thing. Those birds eat the fish. What's that? The birds eat the fish. The birds eat the fish. Right. <laughs> Here's this player who's been around for at least 10 years. This D D Gordon. Can yeah. you tell me when yeah. he changed his name to D Strange Gordon? Yeah. Why? When? Anyone? How? Huh. No one knows. He he goes by D Strange. Why D Gordon changes name? Gordon. Why D Gordon? It's the same D Gordon. If you've been following baseball, this like infield outfielder, speedy guy, but he goes by D Strange. Doesn't understand. And Mike Trout. Again, we we don't hear too much about him, but we. He's batting in the high threes right now. He's he's hitting the ball right now. He did a statistic. His last 162 games, in his last 162 games, he's got 59 homers and 136 RBIs. That's why I want the Yankees to get him. I was just going to say, from New Jersey, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a pretty uh, long uh, contract, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So who knows what will happen with him? Okay. So last week they had the Jackie Robinson Day, which seemed to come and go here in New York. I believe the Yankees were away. Tell me if I'm wrong. The Yankees were away. The Mets were home. They rained out. So they weren't, they didn't, they didn't wear their, their uh, 42s. Yankees they Colorado the next day. They figured they'll make it up and wear it that day, and they got snowed out. <laughs> yeah, right. I think they finally wore it. What was it? Friday or Saturday? The first game of the doubleheader, Saturday. Saturday, yeah. So, uh, Jackie Robinson. Anybody want to talk about anything? Do you think this is great to do this every year? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Fred. Yeah, yeah, I do, because you know, without him, 
you know, integrating baseball. He, he was the forerunner for all the great black players that came on and had it, you know, Ernie Banks, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron. He, he set the table for all these guys. I, I, I don't think, I think if they didn't do it, people, people might, the casual fans, the younger fans might, might totally forget about it and how, how important he really was to the, to this, not only sports, but to this, but to this country. Hmm. I never saw him play. Um, Milton, you ever see him play? I, 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 I saw him with the Dodgers. You know what I was just trying to think of in the movie, Jackie Robinson, there was a player, there was a, a, a kid playing on the train tracks who later played with the Mets. I can't remember his name. He was in the movie. Right. 42. Who was the player? I was going to look it up. Ed Charles. Ed Charles. Ed Charles you got it. Ed Charles. Ed Charles was in the movie as a, um, a child. Oh. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, of course, Jackie was the first. Frank Robinson became the first uh, African-American manager. Yeah. The Today, there's only 6% African-American players. Mm -hmm. A lot of Latins, but not African-American. Uh, and how many black managers today? Two. Dusty Baker Rodgers. and uh, Dave, Roberts. Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts. That is it. That's it. Oh, wow. That is it. Wow. Uh, since Frank Robinson was hired as a player manager by the Cleveland team in 75, 263 men have been hired as managers and only 16 African-Americans. 16 out of 263. Since 2007, only two first-year black men have been hired. I don't know. I hired them. Um, Kenny Williams is the only black executive in baseball today. He's with the White Sox. There's a couple of non-white executives. Al Avila is a general manager. He's Cuban. He's with mm -hmm. the Tigers. Uh, your Giants, Howie. This Farhan Zaidi, Zaidi. How do you say it? I think it's Zaidi. Zaidi. He's Farhan Zaidi. Pakistani. Yeah. Right, and the Marlins have uh, Kim Ng Ng. Yes, woman. Woman Asian. That's it. So I guess down the line, we've been saying this for years. Down the line, let's hope there are more. So Aaron Boone, Aaron Judge, Aaron Hicks, the three Aarons, <laughs> along with Giancarlo Stanton last week, donated one day's pay to the Players Alliance on Major League Baseball that promotes black participation in yeah. organized baseball. Nice gesture. For Giancarlo Stanton, they did, a, they did a little math there. That's a hundred right. days pay, $156,000 a day. He makes, makes $30 million a year. How about that? So? How about that? A thousand a day times three. Okay, so... Jay Bruce retires. What do you think about that? Anyone want to reflect on Jay Bruce? Good move. You didn't have it anymore. <laughs> Danny, you say something. I see your lips moving. Danny? 
I don't think they should have signed him in the first place. You know, they they had plenty of people uh, uh, in in the system. The, the Yankees didn't need him, and uh, he was smart enough to uh, to pull back. He, he was given a shot, and time was up. Fourteen years, had a good career, three hundred and nineteen home runs. You know, and uh, I think before he would be embarrassed to be just cut from the team because he wasn't performing, he just took the high road. Can't blame yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. He did the smart think, thing think... with grace. I think he saw the writing on the wall. The team wasn't doing well, and he wasn't doing well, Roger. Yeah, I think think they were seduced by the left-handed bat in the short porch, I think is what probably why they gave him a shot. And, yeah, I give him credit for, you know, hanging him up, realizing he didn't have it anymore, I guess. I mean, he got a chance to play first outfield, but Mm -hmm. he wasn't hitting. I mean, the whole team's not been hitting, but. Right. Well, Mm -hmm. he couldn't catch up to the fastball. 96 miles an hour, righty. Gone. So they're going to retire number 30, right? (laughs) (laughs) What's your number, Mark? Number four. All right, so. That's what I. (laughs) Then then we heard that uh, that Neil Walker. Remember Neil Walker? Yeah. Yeah. Second baseman, Pirates, Mets, Yankees. Mm -hmm. He played with the Brewers, the Marlins. He ended up with the Phillies. He decided to retire. I guess the same story. I'm caught up with him, and uh, right, nice player. Anybody want to uh, say a couple words about Neil? Dearly beloved, I'll, <laughs> I'll say I'll say something about Bruce. Uh, years ago, when he, I think he played with the Reds, he used to come to the Giants' home park, and he used to kill the Giants. He hit for some reason. Now Oracle Park, he would hit like crazy, and I would pray that the Giants would try to sign him, but they were stacked up in the first base with Belt and anyone else. But uh, it's too bad he never got that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're gone. Jay Bruce, Neil Walker, and what about the Yankees? Now, some of us talked mm-hmm. about the Yankees before we started the show today. <laughs> But what are we? The six and eleven now, right? Yeah. Is that what they are? Really? Six yeah. and eleven? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It looks like they can't hit the fastball anymore. Is Boone in trouble? <laughs> yeah. If George yeah. was around. Would would Boone be around? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Yogi lasted what thirteen no. games, Mark? <laughs> yeah. I I just think they should hire the guy in the in the uh, broadcast booth. Uh, Buck Showalter to take over. I think the team would be a lot different if they had a, a better manager. I'm worried about Boone. Yeah. No, I don't know. The, uh, Steinbrenner, I heard, isn't really that upset yet, but the other partner already is taking aim at the team. I, I don't know who that is. They call it the managing partner or somebody that, uh, Somebody else owns uh, is a partner with Steinbrenner, and he's very he's starting to really be very critical, and I think they should be critical. Yeah, you know, Cashman, this is his team, and uh, yeah, it just doesn't look Cashman? like they're going to break time. Cashman, either that or or I don't know how your best years could be behind you at twenty three years old, like Torres. I mean, he just. He was so good that first year. What did he hit? 30-something home runs, right? As a yeah. second baseman. 
That's yeah. the second base. That's second Are you playing shortstop right. that's gotten to him? I don't know. Yeah. Brent? I was going to say with Steinbrenner, um, with all he losses to Tampa, you, you know, it's funny. You, you remember that, remember those games last year when Boone went out and, and, and yelled at the umpire, you, you know, about the, we're savages and all this stuff. And, and since then they, they haven't been able to beat Tampa, Tampa. I got to, can I tell a little funny story about, about that for, for a second? That, that Tampa game. Remember when, like I said, when Boone was yelling at the, at the umpire, he got thrown out. It turns out that that day my son was covering the game for Associated Press, and after the game he was he was the pool reporter that interviewed the, the crew chief, and so you know as the, they always do pool reports for his for his take on the whole thing. It was it was just very interesting when his son came home and he had to say exactly you know because the umpire Jerry Davis actually told him some some things that he said please you know don't don't say anything you know just answer the questions but he to, told them some other things you know as as an aside it was. So I thought that was very interesting too. I, I my opinion is it's again it's a long season. Wait till the weather gets warmer, and then if things are don't don't materialize, then maybe you have to start making moves. But uh, maybe it's just yeah. too early to uh, to pull plugs on people. October, it's cold. Steven. If you were only talking about the hitting, maybe. But right. they don't run the base as well. I mean, the game that they won 3-1 on a wild pitch and a walk, Judge hit a blue single to right field with Hicks, who's one of their fastest players on second base, and they held him at third base. With one, I mean... I would have scored on that single with, with Judge. The guy was back on the warning track, and it was a bloop to short right. Hicks broke right away, and he couldn't – they didn't even try and send him home. They, they, they don't run the bases well. Their defense is very, oh. very mediocre. <laughs> it's terrible. The starting pitching has been so-so. The bullpen's actually been good. That's what they say. But the pitching's okay. But these guys are swinging for the fences. There's there's no team ball. There's no extra hustle. You don't see these guys running hard to first base. No, you don't see any hustle. There's no hustle at all. It's either home run or nothing. Yeah, mm -hmm. see, see the play last night with Torres. That that ball that was hit. He he thought it was a foul ball. Didn't 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 run. That's an, an example. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, he'll be talked about or was talked about. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll talk to him. Howie? Well, I mean, I just, you know, I'm a Yankee and a Giant fan. I just compare the two teams. The Giants have a sprinkling of veterans, three of which are, their contracts are going to be over after this year and I'll have to make a decision. But meanwhile, they're playing a lot of youth or these guys, these retreads that they picked up who've done well for them. Not only infield and outfield but pitching they picked up pitching and so something is wrong with the yankees i think it's the coaching i think uh they're not just the pitching beyond cold you got nobody you can count on uh the bullpen sometimes gets messed up uh and the hitting is horrendous 
so uh, if this keeps up by uh, the 4th of July or certainly by the trade deadline, whenever that is, I forget. End of uh, July. Yeah, they ought to blow up the team and maybe trade for like trade for Trevor Story, trade uh, what's his name, uh, the guy they got at, at second base at, at shortstop now. Trade him, throw in other guys, get prospects, and and rebuild the team around several players yeah. because it's and get new coaching. It's the got one, it, that's got to be part of it. The one other thing. And I agree with what you're saying is Gary Sanchez does not know how to call a game. <laughs> he is terrible. And I got to tell you, Montgomery, the, the game Montgomery lost the last game, he was pitching great ball. Um, Sanchez took a foul ball off the hand. They waited 15 minutes. No one warmed up Montgomery that time. And then he walked the guy with two outs. He gave up a home run, and the Yankees were down 2-1. The game was virtually over. I mean, Sanchez misses balls. He, he's on one knee. He can't. He reaches over. If he doesn't snag it, it gets past him. And he calls a terrible game. You see games that um, Hayashioka calls versus Sanchez calls, and it's totally different. When you see a guy that can't catch up to the fastball and then Gary calls a curveball right after the guy couldn't catch up, there's something wrong. And when you hear the cone from the dugout saying, I would be going right back to that same pitch, and then they throw a, a lollipop curveball right over the heart of the plate, there's something mm -hmm. wrong. Gerald? Are the Yankees afraid that if they trade Sanchez, he will become a star in another team and they will look bad. That's the kind of problem the Mets yeah. really have. They're afraid to trade. Yeah. It's like, Depends who's taking over. <laughs> True. Right. We'll see. Uh, Fred and then Michael. Yeah. I just want to say, you got to look back and remember 2004 Boston Red Sox. You know, you, you, sometimes you have to be willing to pull the trigger. They, they were a team. Theo Epstein thought there was something missing. Pulled off a big trade, traded. No more Carson no Vieira, a better defense. Yeah. And right. look what happened. They went on to win the World Series. It sometimes you can't, you can't be afraid. Yeah. You, you got to four games. Yeah. You got to just pull sure. the trigger and yep. shake things up. Yeah. Yeah, Michael? I looked into this season as it started, as it began. So optimistically, if you looked at the Yankees before the season started, you would think of Oshella, one of the best third basemen in baseball. Kleber, an up-and-coming up superstar like you wouldn't want to believe. Lemayu, the best hitter in baseball. Voight, the best home run hitter in, I guess, both leagues, right? Sanchez is going to come around. You have a great pitching staff with a former Cy Young uh, winner in uh, Kubler. And you had such a great team, and I kind of predicted 107 games as a uh, optimistic Yankee fan. And now I'm thinking about 1965. <laughs> I, went into, I went into that. Oh, that was the uh, beginning of the demise. Drought, the drought. The best third again, the best third baseman in baseball, and Boyer, and unbelievable, right? Whitey Ford was still there, and everything went south. I mean, Johnny Keane was one of the worst managers in baseball. 
and on and on and on and on. And who's to say that this is going to happen again? And I think it will unless they start doing something proactively. And that might be getting rid of Boone right away, sending uh, Glaber down to the miners and then uh, for a while bring in Estrada just to put a bug up Glaber's uh, 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 rear end. Estrada's not in the organization uh, anymore. Germán is going to pitch tonight, Strata. right? And then they're going to bring up uh, Debbie, Debbie Garcia and start to do something. But now, I don't think waiting until July 4th is the way to go. Yeah, Fred? Yeah. Mike, Michael, Estrada is not in the organization. They DFA'd him. The Giants picked oh, him yeah, up. Yeah, right, 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 right. I didn't hear that one. Okay. So yeah, the, so Giants. the Giants. Okay. Yeah. Herman, uh, you know, I, I don't even know why the Yankees kept him. I mean, he really, you know, he should have been the guy that was the key to potentially winning last year. You know, and then he gets suspended for like 80 games or whatever it was or the rest of the season. And uh, a guy like that, that misbehaved that way and really cost the team a potential championship and, and they take him back. He's a bad apple. I don't care how good he can pitch or whatever. He's just a bad apple. You got to get rid of those guys. If no. he throws a two-hitter tonight, you won't. You still think anomaly. Danny, Danny, you feel the same way about Chapman? He also got suspended for the Chap same thing. Chap yeah, but Chap Chapman is another one that two years in a row he gives up a losing home run for trying to close no. it again. Uh, are no. you are you are you saying they should never they, they shouldn't have he shouldn't be on the team because he also had had the same offense as as Hermin? But it, it, it must have not been as bad. You know, but but Chapman, Chapman on the other side, you know, I think uh, I think the the, the the Cubs just wore him out. He came back to the Yankees, and he hasn't been the same. So now he's developed another pitch, and he still thinks he can get by with 102. But the 102 is getting hit yeah, well, out of the park. Well, he, he was mismanaged in that World Series, yeah. Joe Man. Yeah. 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 Roger, you had something to add to that before we just quickly. I mean, uh, is Sanchez actually calling the pitches, or is he getting all the pitches from the dugout? Because I always see him looking yeah. at the dugout all the time. I don't know if he's yeah. actually calling the pitches. He Are has something on his sleeve that he also uses. Because they in the beginning, if you look at him, he's literally got a flip-up thing that tells him for oh. each bat what rotation they want. But sometimes a good catcher has to look at what the guy's doing in the at bat. Oh, agreed. Yeah. That's the advantage of it. And they don't have anyone who can. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Okay. That's terrible. They're 6 and 11 today. Let's see how they are next Thursday. <laughs> Let's see. I don't think they'll make a move on anything right away. But let's see how what happens as the weather gets a little warmer. And let's see, 6 and 11. Let's see what they are next week. I've never yeah. heard Michael K sound so depressed. Yeah. yeah. They're playing Cleveland and Baltimore before we meet again. Yeah. Let's just. <laughs> I think that Aaron Hicks and Stanton are two of the biggest problems on the team. And Aaron Hicks has yet another uh, three batter. That 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 disturbs me. Yeah. Maybe they could trade him. Yeah. And, the, and the fact that they don't, the fact they don't have any left left-handed hitting. Yeah. You can't yeah. hit either side of the plate. Yeah. This is not a playoff team. You look at the other teams, the American League, especially out here out west, where you got Oakland, Houston, 
the Angels, now surprisingly Seattle, yeah. and then the other divisions, Yankees are not going to make the playoffs. Uh, and maybe that's good. Maybe that should be a wake-up call because I think they, I think they need uh, a manager, maybe a former catcher like the Giants had with, for 10 years with Bruce Pochy. He would call every pitch, even though you have a future Hall of Fame catcher there in, in Buster Posey. Posey would call every pitch of the game. And Boone, I guess, doesn't do that. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's better they employ. <clears throat> you know, they don't even hit hard balls anymore. They The ground balls are pop-up flies. They're like, I don't know. I don't know how you could be how they got so far last year within one game, right, of Tampa Bay in the playoffs, and then be that bad this year. Well, it's a short I think, season. I think we're though. responding too early in the season. Yeah. They've only the played. Well, they played Tampa Bay. They played the Blue Jays. They played the Braves. Who else have they played? Uh, Toronto. I said the Blue Jays. Oh. Orioles. Vision. Braves, the Orioles. 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 And mostly. And the Braves. Yeah. They should play the Orioles all the time. Hmm? They should What's play that? the Orioles all the time. It'll be much better. <laughs> they lost to the Orioles last time. <laughs> okay, Gerald? Do you think the weather is a factor? I in, in, in considering the Mets, for example, they have quite a few players who are from Florida and California. And if you saw the game last night, how they were uh, clothed, I could barely see the eyes of some of the players. <laughs> <laughs> no, even Lindor isn't hitting for what so far. Yeah, the other night, he could have won that, that game. Run, that's about it. Yeah. I don't understand how. That's you know, a long season. Let, let's wait till changing leagues more, too, Mel, more games are played before we start putting the knives in the back. That's my. <laughs> that's our job. <laughs> you know, the fans, and you, you used you want to see the well over five hundred. You want to see them on top of the division. Let's let's just see. Let's see what happens. You know. What's the old saying, Mark? You're never as good as you are as you look when you're winning, and you're never as bad as you are when you're losing. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, look at the division that they're in. The Red Sox are great. The Red Sox. You think they're going to be keep this pace? They might. Uh, I, I think their starting pitcher with pitching is they're confidence. So Orioles, forget about the Orioles. Uh, Why not? Jays was supposed to give them competition. Um, Toronto's the, decent. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. All teams are playing well. Yeah, it's early. Fred, you know Boston has got a pitcher in the team. I forget his name. Whitlock or White. Like, with the Yankees. Yeah, you got they drafted him off the Rule Five draft because the Yankees didn't right. didn't see anything and didn't didn't protect him. But the Yankees could use them. Can I just say one more thing about the Yankees, which I don't understand about last Sunday's game? Yeah. They started Nick Nelson as the opener and then brought in Michael King. Why didn't think Michael King has been groomed as a starting pitcher? I think two weeks ago he pitched six innings in relief as a pitch great against Toronto. Why didn't they just have him start the game? And and, and I want to say, what do you guys think about this? You know, you say starting pitchers can give, give you six innings. So why do so the most so why don't the teams start a guy or bring in a guy, let him pitch three innings, and pitch the starting pitcher from the fourth through to the ninth innings 
So he's in there in the most important innings, and he's he's still pitching the six innings. Why do why does the starting pitcher have to pitch only the first six innings? Let him pitch the fourth, third, and ninth. Maybe there's so you have the psychological, yeah. psychological. Maybe you're not starting. You're not warming yeah. up normally. Maybe. No problem. Different way of doing it. Meanwhile, part, part, part of your six innings is the innings. Boone did the opposite in the playoffs last year. He started Devin uh, Gonzalez, uh, Gonzalez and Garcia. Garcia. And he pitched the one inning, and then uh, yeah. they put in the relief pitcher, and all hell broke loose with the Yankees. They lost that game. I just want to say one thing. Yeah. 2009, I took a year at the police academy. I was invited to uh, participate and become a, uh, a student in the police academy. And my very first lesson, Lieutenant walks into a big auditorium with all of us students and his briefcase said the New York Yankees. And he steps up to the microphone and he said, the NYPD are like the New York Yankees. They're designed to win. And we all, <laughs> but now who knows? Now yeah, who knows? All right, Cheryl, then we'll move on. I just heard it on the fan coming home. Roberts and uh, Carton were talking uh, to, uh, uh, to Boone of the Yankees, and they suggested that King be a starting pitcher. And Boone said, yeah, that's a possibility. Maybe sometime this week. Good. Okay. Let's go to the Queens. Let's go to the Mets. Yeah. Uh, Who? <laughs> Mets. You know, they were in Ooh. first place yeah. a little bit. Um, Still in first. They're still in first. Okay. But that's also yeah, a that's division. A game <laughs> over yeah. the Phillies. But I'm so happy for uh, Jacob DeGrom. He's off to a fabulous start. Marcus Stroman off to a oh. fabulous start. Great. Uh, both of them wonderful. Uh, all those comparisons this past week. Seaver and DeGrom. Who, who would you want in you know, the clutch game? Who's better? Uh uh, DeGrom is off to a Hall of Fame start, right? You would say that at this point. He may not even end with 150 wins in his career because of the, and he considers the Hall of Fame. Interesting, right? Yeah. Izzy Dean right. had 150 wins and made the Hall of Fame. Um, presently, there are other great ones out there right now. Pitchers. You might want to consider, but here's their win totals at the moment, unless they change since I wrote this. Zach Ranke, mm -hmm. has 209 wins at the moment. He's pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. Guy. He could be a Yankee pickup. <laughs> ah, uh, Justin Verlander, who, who's out, but 226 total. Clayton Kershaw has 177 at the moment. Max Scherzer, he's a shoo-in for the Hall of Fame when he steps aside. Uh, I think he has 176, I believe. John Lester, you don't think too much of him as a Hall of Famer? Nah. No. He has 193 wins wow. in his career. So DeGrom struck out nine in a row. The record was 10 by Tom Seaver last week. Padres. Right. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah remember that. Remember well, they, had, they had in the paper other people who struck out nine in the row. Did any of you catch those names? No, I didn't see Marco. Tyler Alexander. 
I don't even know what team he was. He plays for. It happened last year. He struck out nine. Max Scherzer in 2015. Doug Fista in 2012. Aaron Harang. Remember him? Yeah. Yep. Oakland, right? Chevy guy. 2012. Ricky Nolasco. I think he oh, yeah. the Marlins had nine in a row. Jack, Jake Peavy. Mm-hmm. Always liked Jake Peavy. You liked him too, Howard, oh, right? Yeah, he was. he's one of these tough guys. Tough guys. Grit, like he eats dirt type of yeah, thing. Yeah, 2007. <laughs> then they went back to 1884. Mickey Welsh. Never heard of him. But that's <laughs> nine in a row. Good mm-hmm. for DeGrom. He's really throwing the ball fantastic. And uh, Yadia Molina. Gerald had a question, Mark. Oh, Gerald, I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, Tyler Alexander is on Detroit. And I just wanted to quickly mention that Matt's ERA is about triple that of DeGrom's, yet his one and loss record is 3-0. and And DeGrom is 1-1. and He's off to a fabulous start. I'm very happy. So Yadier Molina, I would say he is a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. on me. Five years after his retirement, he just caught his 2,000th game only six others five others have done that in their career so good for yadia i guess he's the top of the molina brothers <laughs> and how about shane bieber he made history on sunday he struck out 13 reds in eight innings became the first pitcher to ever strike out 10 in his first four starts for the season oh. Oh. 48 so far ties him with Nolan Ryan for the first four games. Not Ryan Dennis. I got to go. So good for a Shane Bieber. And a, a Bieber is uh, going against Cole this weekend. Mm-hmm. Is that what we heard? The Yankees go on to Cleveland next, right? We said? Yeah. I heard Cole and uh, Bieber maybe on Saturday, unless I heard that wrong. No, that, that's what the, the post. That's what the post is saying too. Cole and Bieber. Okay, that should be a good thing game to watch. But the Yankees took care of Bieber uh, in the playoffs last year, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And what do you think about? We didn't talk about this last week about Joe Musgrove's got the first no hitter for the Padres after fifty-three years and over eighty-two hundred games. <laughs> Padres got their first uh, no hitter. Now, every Mets. team in the league has at least one no-hitter. Including the Mets. Including the Mets. There's an asterisk for that yeah. shot that Beltran hit. As oh, yeah. Yeah. Really the hitter or not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever. 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 Yeah. And Carlos Rondon threw a no-hitter. Almost a in perfect the, game. Yeah, in the books, yeah. it's still a no-hitter. A no-hitter. Yeah. And uh, Rondon hit a batter in the ninth. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he had a perfect game. And he recently returned from major so, major surgery on his, uh, his shoulder and elbow. Good for him. Good. Good. So no if, I, if I said to you, which team out of all the teams has had the most no-hitters throughout their entire career? Mm. Mm. Of course, wow. without looking this up. Cleveland. Uh, but Cleveland's had 14. The record, by the way, is 26. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
What do you Dodgers? think? Yankees. Dodgers? Yankees. Dodgers. Red Sox. Dodgers. Someone said the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yes. Yeah. Dodgers no, no is, is like six yeah. ahead of the White Sox. The White Sox no, have at 20. I'm surprised. Don't anymore. make 20. Doing how rarely they win the war going to the World Series. Yeah. The Red Sox had 18. The Giants, 17. Giants, yeah. The Reds and the Cubs, 16. Cleveland and the Braves, 14. The Phils, the A's, the Astros, 13. Yankees and Angels, 11. Cards, 10. Orioles, 9. Tigers, Twins, <coughs> Nationals, including the Expos, together, 7. Wow. The Pirates, the Marlins, the Mariners, 6. The Rangers, five. The Royals, four. Diamondbacks, two. The Brewers, the Blue Jays, the Rockies, the Rays, the Mets, and the Padres. Uno. 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 Do, you, do you think that uh, the seven-inning rule on the double-headers, would that qualify for potential no-hitters? Yeah. 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 You have a few of them this year, right? That's true. A few out. No seven-inning, no hitters. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. It'll count, no. No, it would count. So. It would count. Yeah, hmm. Michael. You know, it would be good to look up how many pitchers pitched no hitters, and after that, they were no good anymore. You know, like Santana. Right, and, right. Uh, <laughs> it's unbelievable. They, they, they threw their arms it's out. for you to do. will give you a week to find out. Here's <laughs> 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 your assignment. <laughs> so going back to the Padres. I always like these old teams, as you probably uh, uh, figured. The Padres began in 1969. Right. Right. The Mets were how old? Was seven years old in 69? Seven years old. 62 years old. They were seven years, and here comes a baby, a baby team to the National League. Listen to some of these names. Back (laughs) in 1969, that started for the Padres. A lot of these names will we'll strike a chord with you. Chris Canizaro, remember him as a catcher? Yes. Was a yes. 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 Nate Colbert. Yeah. Yes. Good first base. Good hitter. Power hitter. Yeah. Second base and shortstop. Don't ring a bell to me. Jose Arcia and Not Tommy really. Dean. No. Don't do anything no. to me. No. Third base, no. they had Ed Spezio. Remember his son. His yeah. son played. His son, played, uh, yeah. Yeah. his son was better than him. Yeah. Uh, uh, the <laughs> outfield, they had Al Farrar. Farrar. Dodger. Dodger, Al Farrar. Yeah. They had Cito yeah. Gaston, whose real yeah. name was. Managed, uh, managed Toronto. Clarence Gaston. Gaston, yeah. Downtown Ollie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Downtown Brown. The pitching staff, they had Clay Kirby. He was a name. Oh, yeah. They did have Joe Necro. <laughs> oh, Joe right. made a stop anywhere. Uh, <laughs> Tony Sniski, <laughs> Gary Ross, Johnny Padres, who we talked about so much the last few weeks. He oh, was yeah. part of that staff. By the way, Clay Kirby had a no-hitter in a game. I think was pulled in the eighth inning by Preston Gomez. So he, he was on the verge of uh, having it many, many years ago. Right. Clay Gerber, that's his name to put. Dick Selmer, former Met. Harlan mm. yeah. became a big right. shot with the uh, the Padres later on. Jack Balsham was a Philly. Billy McCool, don't even know what team he played for. Al McBean. The Red. Billy McCool was an original Red. The Red. Yeah. And their subs were Ivan Morrell, Larry Stahl, mm. 
uh, Fred Kendall, who turned out to be a catcher, right? His yeah. father, yeah. his son Jason was a Jason Kendall. Jerry Devannon and Jerry Morales. And those are your uh, San Diego Padres, 1969. Was Preston Gomez the manager? I think so. I think so. I think so. I believe so. Okay, moving along here. So too bad I don't see uh, uh, Ron on the screen today. There was a yeah. Cub story that made the press uh, last week. A Cubs reliever, Ryan Tepera, Tepera, T-E-P-E-R-A, Tepera. He received a three-game ban for throwing behind the Brewers pitcher, Brandon Woodruff, in the game. He got three-game suspension, and he was upset about this. He says they're calling baseball soft. He said back in the day you were able to brush people away from the plate. Hmm. Uh... He was he he said he said the Brewers uh, were upset. Uh, the, the Cubs were upset because too many Cubs were being hit in prior games by pitches. And uh, what do you think about that? As far as being soft, Gerald. Back in the day, the brush back pitch was accepted. Yeah. But throwing behind a batter, not not so much. Oops. Not accepted back in the day. Yeah. So you back into it with your head. Like, yeah. 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 Because your normal is get away from it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He got three games. Reflexes. behind you. He made a little press, and I thought it was nice to comment on that. And Sabathia made made the news. CC Sabathia in retirement. He's calling Shohei to Otani the best play he's ever seen. I think Joe Horn had his hand up, Mark. What's that? Oh, Joe, Joe Horn had his hand up. Joe him. <laughs> yes. Joe. Yeah, Joe. No, I was just going to say that there are there are a lot of baseball old timers who think that the game. Hernandez, I think, says that all the time on the Mets broadcast that the game the players used to police the game themselves, and now they're not allowed to. Mm. And that leads to all kinds of other incidents happening. Yeah. Anybody else agree with that? Or <laughs> no? No. Big salaries yeah. don't want to get people hurt. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Nice story. Yeah. Atlanta Braves had a pinch hitter. Sean Casmo come up. Yeah. I'm sure, we saw him saw him in the series against the. Yeah. He he uh, appeared over the weekend prior to the Yankee <laughs> series. His first appearance in Kobe. the major leagues. In 13 years, mm-hmm. oh. 13 years ago, oh. he grounded into a double play at that, uh, the last game he played. Another uh, cup of cold coffee. Yeah, so nice to see that he stuck around. Yeah. yeah. Good, 13 years. I guess someone else is paying <laughs> his mortgage. Okay, <laughs> and, and I think Mike, Michael Feiner, you sent me, which I think some of you guys got to see this. It was a Don LaGreca rant. Oh, man. Oh, I. On the Mets, but taking out (laughs) Jacob DeGrom, his first start when he only threw 77 pitches. If you want to see Mike, uh, Don LaGreca really do (laughs) it, if you watch, you know, the Michael K show, just type in Don LaGreca 
rant on Jacob DeGron. And you can check this out. Worth seeing. He's very passionate. Worth seeing. Okay. Um, One one more thing. As long as... Mark? Yeah, yeah, Joe. As long as you're talking about DeGrom, he took himself out of the rotation till Friday. Right. Right? Did you talk about that? No, but he wanted an extra day rest. Yeah. And I think we just talked about he's going to go against... uh, no, who's he going against? He's going against Scherzer? Washington, National. National. No, Scherzer pitched yesterday. yesterday. He wanted an extra day rest. Gerald? I assume that the Mets sent DeGrom back to New York a couple of days ago. That's what the Dodgers used to do yes. when a starter was, wasn't going to pitch for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Clear his head. Did they send him back to New York? Does anybody know? Don't know. No, they, they, need, they needed him on the bench as a pinch hitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's too right. than anybody else. I have a question about, about, about yeah. the drum, right? Yeah. I'll ask all yes, of you Barry. about yes. Wouldn't you rather have a less great player who could win all of his games or win many, many of his games as opposed to somebody who's great and the Grom is considered the best pitcher in baseball, but he hasn't the luck to win his games. I remember years ago, the Yankees had Jim Coates, and he would win and win and win. He'd win like nine, six games, right? At least he would win. Yeah. How much do you want the Grom to be on your team if he cannot win games? He was nine and nine. That's the thing. You're, you're blaming him. I mean, it comes out after his 100 pitches most of the time. <laughs> Didn't the Yankees have a pitcher a few years ago? You guys might remember him. I think he was 10 and 1. Aaron Small. Yeah, I was just about yeah, to say that. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 11, and 0 or something. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, remember? Right. I would take him over to Grom any day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> no. A couple of uh, baseball <laughs> legends, I couldn't call them legends, famous players died. Chuck Schilling. Was 83 years old, former Red Sox. Chuck Schilling, second baseman in the early 60s. Anybody? Yeah, vaguely. Vague remembrance. And he played for four years, five years, but he's from Long Island. He lived in Milton. I think he was your neighbor. Maybe in Bayside? No, no, in in New High Park. (laughs) (laughs) He went to St. Mary's High School. Chuck Schilling, look him up. And, uh, Tom Robson, Robson, a former player, coach, 75 years old. Um, he was originally taken by the Mets in 67 in the 50th 5-0 round of the mm-hmm. anima- a- amateur draft. Can you imagine that? Hey, he got picked in the 50th round. <laughs> he played just two seasons when he played with Texas. He had 54 at-bats, batted 208, played first base, he DH, he wasn't much of a player. He ended up being a, a Mets coach. He was a Mets hitting coach. And then when the Mets, uh, this is the days when uh, Bobby Valentine was around and general manager Steve Phillips. And Phillips and Valentine didn't get along. They were yelling how the Mets were playing. So instead of firing Valentine, they fired uh, Robeson. Then they hired him back. Then they fired him again. Then he became came back again for the third time in the Mets as their bench coach. Was a bench coach yeah. But before we came on, we were talking about this. He was instrumental in the Mets getting David Wright. 
it seemed that uh, in one of the seasons, he was sent down to Virginia to see a certain ball player, not David Wright. He happened to see David Wright probably in the same game and urged the Mets to push to get David Wright. So he mm-hmm. say he was instrumental in Mets getting David Wright. Tom Robeson. All right, let's move on to football. I'm watching the time here. We have a lot of baseball stuff today, huh? The draft is next week. NFL draft will be next Thursday. I believe they start like 7 or 7.30 at night, hopefully, early. <laughs> Only doing one round the first day. Interesting to All see matters. who gets picked. We could talk about that next week. Alex Smith finally retired. We talked about him as a possible backup. I thought he would continue. Well, he decided to re- retire after his injuries. He did come. He proved he can come back. Right. 16-year career, 36 years old, 99 and 67 and one as a career record. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they said they will take him as a coach if he wants to be a coach. That's how much they, they like him. Good to see Alex Smith. Okay, he came back. Anyone to comment on that? Anyone? Joe has his hand up. Yeah, not on, not on, not on Smith, but on. Uh, I, did you read the story on Justin Fields that he has uh, epilepsy? Yeah. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah. yeah. I just heard something on the radio today. Uh, they, uh, the Hall of Famer lineman Alan Fanica, has epilepsy. Had it has epilepsy and they were talking about that and Panica was saying how you have to take uh, two pills three times a day and you have to do it really schedule it right and you just have to be careful but I didn't know that until I heard that today. Fanica was I'm just wondering what that's going to do to the that's going to do to his chances in the draft. Fanica was a god yeah. right? I think so. God, so he get, they get hit every every play. They get hit in the head. Yeah. Every play, your quarterback. We take your medicine. Take your That's medicine. basically what he said. Got to take your medicine yeah. on time. Right. The Forty uh, ers are not hot for him now. That's the latest. Yeah, yeah. Out here, we thought. Well, they're gonna, you know, definitely uh, draft the Alabama quarterback, and all of a sudden. I don't know where it's coming from. Everywhere, oh, Fields maybe, or or the the guy uh, North Dakota State. Right. Right. Uh, hear Mac Jones may end up with the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Every day you hear these mock drafts. Yeah. Yeah. The orders are slightly nuts. They're talking about a, a draft they trade possibly with the Patriots trading back uh, Garoppolo. If the Patriots can't get anybody yeah. in the draft. Yeah. And and Ju- and Julian Edelman retired. Yeah. yeah, yeah, little little guy. Never thought he'd make it. Came to the NFL as in Kent State University as a quarterback. Jewish guy, Mark. Yeah, Jewish, Jewish guy, yeah. guy Mark. Right, 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 right. right. Yep. with that. <laughs> Three-time Super Bowl winner, but knees. His knees finally uh, did him in. Uh, Hall of Fame. What do no. you think? No. No. No, Michael. Uh, no. He just he just got a job in uh, inside the U inside the NFL. He's going to be one of the commentators. Okay. And also, there's a very good uh, documentary on him on uh, on one of the uh, stations. Right, 
Right. I see that regularly. <clears throat> so the NFL, they're going to change the, 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 the okay to change uniform numbers. Did you hear this one? Yeah, I read something about it. It made it a little more interesting. So a quarterback, a punter, and the, and the place kicker, they could wear between 1 and 19. That's it. The running backs, the wide receivers, tight ends, one, any number, 1 to 49, 80 to 89. I didn't know there were restrictions on that. Yeah, on, on, yeah uh, that's was news to me. You yeah. could see a, a 5 as a wide receiver. Uh, defensive backs, 1 to 49. Linebackers one to fifty nine or ninety to ninety nine. Offensive linemen fifty to seventy nine. Defensive line fifty to seventy nine or ninety to ninety nine. I don't know. Brady said it was dangerous for some reason. Why? Brady complained about it. I just read it on a headline about I don't know half hour before we came on. Uniform number. The uniform numbers could be dangerous. Could cause confusions. He feels. Well, you got to get mm. used to it. And who's yeah, eligible and things? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but do you hear this one? If a player, a current player, wishes to change his uniform number this year, he must buy out the remaining inventory they have of that existing. <laughs> but those who want to change in 2022, oh no cost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we can move on from here. Oh. Uh, uh, Leroy Keys died. Does that mean? Does that name mean anything to you guys? Yeah, running back. Yeah, Browns running back. Out of out of Purdue. Out of Purdue, he played for the. Um, I don't have him as a as a Brown. I have him as a uh, as a for Eagle the... and a Chief. You're oh, thinking of Leroy Kelly. Yeah. Kelly. Yeah, Leroy Key, 74 years old, All-American from Purdue. Yeah. But he had a bad heart and cancer. He was yeah. third in Heisman Trophy in 67, runner-up to O.J. Simpson in 68, drafted by the Eagles, third overall pick, running back. He even played safety, but injuries forced him out. He only played five seasons. He was selected as the greatest athlete in the history of Purdue. And Fred Arbanistad. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, great tight end. Hannes, back to the old AFL days, tight end for the Dallas Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Former yeah. Spartan from Michigan State. Uh, it was well known back in those days. Back in those days. Um, and you guys want to talk about basketball? Our basketball expert is not here. Or hockey? Mm -hmm. Bas basketball mm -hmm. Nick. Oh yeah, was it's unbelievable. Who's changed the game? Whether you like it or not. What's that? And then, they and then they play uh, the Wizards. What was it last night? Yeah. And they yeah. stop them from scoring thirty. Who was that? Steph Curry. Steph Curry. That was some game I was watching against. That was some game I was watching against the Celtics the other night. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They lost the Wizards card. because Wiggins missed the layup when yeah. around the basket. He took over the, the scoring lead over uh, Bradley Beal. Yeah, he took over the scoring lead. Yeah, and, unbelievable. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge abruptly he retired. Tried. Irregular uh, heartbeat. Whatever. He gave the money back. <laughs> and what about Alex Rodriguez being a part-time owner of the oh, team? Yeah. You guys hear this story? Yeah. 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 
him and a billionaire, Mark Lor or Lori, L-O-R-E. Right. He tried to do that with the Mets with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who cares? Yeah. 1.5 billion. The deal also includes buying the uh, WNBA uh, Minnesota Lynx. And this guy, Lore or Lori's fortune came from, he sold his diapers.com business. And Dwayne Wade became part-time owner of the Utah Jazz. Do you yeah. How about that one? Okay. What do you got in hockey? Anything hockey news, uh, Fred, you want to talk about? Uh, just the Rangers, Rangers are still fighting to get that last playoff spot. Yeah. And we, in basketball, we didn't even talk about the Knicks. How to yeah. stay in basketball. Yeah. yeah. Playing should, great. Not only that, but a pleasure to watch. Anybody see that game last night? I saw the last yeah. half in overtime. It was great. Game. They're exciting to watch. Yep. They are. Right, right, now, right now, if the playoffs would start, they'd have home court advantage in the first round. Really? Yeah, they're the number four. Do you think they would have won if Trey Young hadn't gone out? It's hard to say. No, it is, probably, I know. I think they would have, but yeah, you know. But I mean, this this what's great about it is that they're stacking up the wins now because from yep. May second to May eleventh, they go on this six game road trip. I know the first game is against Houston, but all the other games I think are against tough teams: Phoenix, yeah, I know the, the two LA LA teams. I think Denver and somebody else. I don't remember who the sixth is, but it'll be tough. Well, let's they're, see they're, if this can continue. Right. Right. Uh, Michael. Either way, it's exciting. I just want to add about the Knicks. Uh, I was watching the other day, and Wolf Frazier said that the current Knicks remind him of his old team. Yeah, you know, I heard him say you that. Know, Big an old veteran of a coach and very, very well played, uh, you know, yeah. the defense and everything like that. Yep. Nice what, feeling to watch the Knicks. If you, if you watch the Knicks, it's the great ball movement, and it's not just the, the, the pass to the guy – who makes the shot, but the, the hockey, they call the hockey assist. The first pass, then the second pass, and the way they, the way they move the ball. They, 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 anybody see that game Sunday with Derrick Rose? They're down by three with five seconds to go. Derrick yeah. Rose drives yep. the lane. Yeah. The, the guy on New Orleans made a bad play. You know, went over to him, but he hit Reggie Bullock right in the corner. Yep. And he tied up the game and, and you know, at the buzzer, and then he won in overtime. But what a great play. Derrick Rose has been a Tremendous addition to this team. Yes, yeah. but they're also they're also hitting a lot of threes lately, which they had not been doing. That's right. Yeah, Everett's been hot. Yeah, I mean, everybody last year got down on R.J. Barrett's case. Yeah. I mean, he's only 19 years old. You know, and some guys will develop. He's having a great year. I mean, yeah, you know. getting confidence. Well, let's see if this continues. It's good. It's nice <laughs> talk now. We're hot now. I'm always a pessimist, Mark. <laughs> okay, well, let's see one week from tonight, from today. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll play three games. They'll play Toronto, Phoenix, and Chicago by next Thursday. All right, let's see. Let us see. Uh, any hockey news? Anything? Not, not really. The Rangers are still struggling to get into the fourth playoff spot. And Islanders are, uh, I think, tied with Washington for first. Capitals. So the season's yeah. muddling on. Okay. And they're getting ready for the expansion draft of the Seattle Kraken team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not sure when the draft's going to be, but the players, the teams have to start uh, 
making a list uh, for the uh, the expansion team to pick from. And uh, but Vegas is exempt from this. The Vegas team, who were expansion team, but three years ago, four years ago, yeah. supposedly yeah. they're they're exempt from this. Really? Yeah. Mm. Wow. So, uh, and <laughs> and. They, they do fantastic, right? For, for, Were they in the finals? Yeah, the finals? yeah. their first year, I think. Yeah. Not to be, um, not to be, uh, not mention this. University of Massachusetts beat St. Cloud State five nothing uh, for the first. Uh, it's called the Frozen Four, the college hockey championship. It was their first championship. Okay. So uh, we do have about six minutes left. I wanted to get to the, uh, the, the, super, the super League, but we won't do that. <laughs> we won't to, either. I want to get a trivia question. They won't get to it either, right? Yeah. They won't play it either. So let's do a trivia question, remaining six, seven minutes, and see how many we can get in. Um, uh, Fred, you want to go first? Yeah, okay. There are five Major League players who have hit three home runs in a game with at least three different teams. Can you name them? Mm. A Rod? That's one. Dave Kingman? That's two. All right. Do you want want any hits on the other three? Yeah, you're better time wise. Yeah. Okay. Two plays for the Yankees. One is currently playing. And and one did Jackson. Wait, and one did it two two weeks ago. Became the fifth two weeks ago. Mm. Oh, that's right. Who did it? Three weeks, two weeks. Wow. Winman. You better give initials. Okay. Yeah. J D M, J M, and oh, M-T. from the Boston. Right. Um, Martinez. 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 Right. And oh, the other two, yeah. the other two are J M and M T. J M and M T, and they yeah. both played for the Yankees at some point. Wow. Moth Romberry. <laughs> no, not Moth Romberry. <laughs> but play this, but play the same position as Moth Romberry. MT. Left out. Left out. Was it not was Jambi one of them? No, MT. Surprised no, he, he didn't get it. Mark Tessera. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. the the other one was JM was more of an old timer. I mean. Johnny Mize. Johnny Mize, right? Oh wow! All right. Big who else has one? Go ahead, uh, Michael. All right. This one, uh, April 6th, 1973, the Yankees were playing Boston, and Ron Bloomberg was the first designated hitter to get up to hit, and uh, he's considered the first designated hitter, and he's in the Hall of Fame and stuff like that. Now, the question is, who, what Hall of Famer on the Red Sox would have gotten all the accolades as the first uh, designated hitter? If he got a first that game, Cepeda. Shremsky. Cepeda. Very good. Who would have thought Cepeda was a Red Sox? I never knew that. He had no knees. That's about it. And so the DH saved them for a few years. Gerald. Who was the first NBA All Star MVP? George Michael. The first who? MVP. The first NBA All-Star MVP. MVP. You're talking about what, 19? A long time ago. What year? Elgin Mills. 
No, I'll give you the year. 1951. Oh. I'll pet it. <laughs> no. Koozie? Koozie? Wasn't George Mike it? Mike No, should I give you initials? You better get E-M. E-M? Ed, McCa Ed McCauley. M is in Mary. Easy Ed McCauley. Ah, that's good, Gerald. Yes. Wow. Who else has? I'm looking for the hands here. Who has? You're stuck, huh? The only major league to hit 50 or more home runs in a season and strike out less than 50 times in the same season. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Bobby Bond. Barry. Uh, his name was mentioned in one of Fred's answers before. Johnny Mice? Johnny Mice. Oh, yeah. Who was the first player to hit a homer in four decades? The first player to Minnie hit a homer. Minnie Minosa? Yeah, not Minosa. Minnie Minosa. Minnie Minosa. Someone just said it. I heard it. Say it again. Howie? Ted Williams? Ted Williams. That's right. He came up in 39 and he played until 640. Yeah. Mark, Mark, can I give another question? Yeah, hey, go. We have like three minutes. Okay. Back in, I think it was the 60s or maybe early 70s, the Giants played the Cardinals. And on consecutive days, there were no hitters, one by each team. Who were the pitchers? Wow. <laughs> Gaylord? Gaylord Perry is one. That's for the Giants. One Marischal, maybe? No, no. no. On, next, the other one was on the Cardinals. Cardinals the next Bob Gibson? Gibson. No. Carlton, Steve Carlton. No, you want me to give you the initials? Yeah. R.W. Rick Wise. Washburn? Rick Ray Washburn. Ray Washburn. 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 Yeah. Wow. Go ahead, Gerald. You have two minutes. What, in, what NBA team holds the record for the most points scored in a season? Ray Washburn, Caleb. Chicago? No. A basketball team? Basketball. Basketball. Most Basketball. points. Denver. <laughs> Most points. Most points scored in a season. Yeah. What NBA uh, team? Celtics. Uh, Philadelphia. All the Sixers. No. Den Denver Nuggets. Very good. Ten uh, ten thousand three hundred seventy one yeah. points. The nineteen eighty one to eighty two season. I remember, they used to play the run and gun. Run and gun. Oh yeah. Yeah. David Thompson years. What yeah. was their record that year? That I don't. That I don't know. Did they make I, the playoffs? That I don't know. Well, I'm just curious. That ever just... played in the Polo Grounds? What's that again? Of all the players who played in the Polo Grounds, Willie Mays. Who hit the most home runs at the Polo Grounds? Willie Mays. Melot is like fourth on the list. Melot. Melot is the right answer. Okay. Uh, way back. 323. Bobby Thompson had 110. Johnny Mize 107. Again, Johnny Mize. Willie Mays 98. Hmm. And there are more on the list. Wow. Oh, because it was an old ballpark. Yes. And they killed it. And they right. got there for a couple of years. Yeah. Right. He only played there for about five years or so. <laughs> he was in the, the Army. Right. Anyone else have any? Uh, Anything else to uh, ask? Okay, just remember that we said next week will be our one-year anniversary show. And for those who did come on a little late, we said that we were going to do what? I forgot already. What? Mm. <laughs> yeah. What made us sports fans? Personal accomplishments in sports. Uh, why did you become a sports fan? 
Right. Uh, Why did you become a sports fan? No. Yeah. When did you become a sports when, fan? When, 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 when and why? When and why? Who were your idols? Oh, yeah, that, okay. And... <laughs> I wrote it down really quick. I can't read what I wrote. You mentioned personal accomplishments. Okay. How fast we forgot? What was the yeah. last thing? But what you did, what, what accomplishment in a particular sport. Oh, yeah. Your, your, your personal accomplishments. Personal. Yeah. I'm going to write right. Personal accomplishments, and that will be one that, one that stands out. Or stands right, out. Right, exactly. I hope someone wrote that down because as I try to remember this again after I say goodbye to you, I may not get it the way the brain works. Thanks, guys, for joining us today, number fifty-one. Yeah, uh, it was fun, and uh, I'll see you guys out there and have a great week. Have a great Mike, week. Mike Ford's bad cleanup. Oh. Mike yeah. Ford's bad. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, they just posted All the right, lineup. Guys. Yeah, Have a good like one. Thanks, Thanks for joining us this week. Mark. Bye. Thanks, Mark. Bye. Stay safe, Mark. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe. All right. Goodbye. Bye.